You're listening to Tape Swap Radio. Seeing a vital music scene around us in Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley, we launched Tape Swap in 2013 to provide a platform for local, independent, and DIY bands. This soon grew to include the many bands that make the Lehigh Valley a stop on and in between tours. Our rooftop sessions are recorded on top of the historic Cigar Factory building in Allentown, PA. The goal of our sessions is to provide a unique tour snapshot of the bands that make up the Lehigh Valley's thriving and vital DIY music scene. You're about to hear another rooftop session from Tape Swap Radio. Welcome to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Seamus McGrogan. And today on the show, joining us is Maggie May. Hello. Maggie is a member of the band Georgia Foreman. This is correct. And she has been following what Tape Swap has done for a while now, and she's going to be joining us for these on-air shows and these podcasts, helping us unveil our sessions and play some music. So welcome, Maggie. Thank you, Seamus. Uh, yeah, we've, uh, Georgia Foreman's played a few shows with Tape Swap, several shows with Tape Swap Radio, and um, we also practice at Shards, which is pretty relevant to the Tape Swap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the, home, of, the yeah. home of Tape Swap, where we were birthed from, and where we'll be doing more sessions from very, very soon. But it's great to have you, Maggie, and she has impeccable music taste, so looking forward to lots more stuff from from you picked out on these shows. Thank you. Well, today on the show, we have a rooftop session from The Road Sodas, and this is a four-piece punk band from Nazareth, and we first got wind of them when they played our show at the Allentown Arts Fest, and this was the Saturday night punk block, and they closed the night, and I don't know if you saw video, if you follow us on our social media, but Road Sodas were absolutely crazy, absolutely nuts, and they totally blew us away. And we said, we have to get these guys in. So that's what we did. And back in October, we welcomed them to the Cigar Factory roof in Allentown. And they were just absolutely amazing. So we're really excited to unveil this rooftop session with the Road Sodas today on Tape Swap Radio. Maggie, did you hear about the Road Sodas before? I have. I know they just recently played a show at the Alternative Gallery. I unfortunately couldn't make it, but a good friend of mine went and they had an amazing time. So it's a lot of energy, super fun. So excited to see them in the future. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. They joined us on the roof of the Cigar Factory in Allentown in October 2018. And that is coming up a little later today here on Tape Swap Radio. Starting the show off, we're going to be listening to bands who are going to be playing an upcoming show that we have at Lit Roastery in Bethlehem. We're going to play the three bands who are going to be performing, and they all come from different genres, which is really cool. So the show is February 7th at Lit. Doors at 6. We'll probably start around 7. And right now we're going to play the song Your Friends by Pool Radio. Thank you. 
This is Tape Swap Radio. That was music from the most beautiful images here on Tape Swap Radio. We're listening to bands who are going to be playing at Tape Swap Radio's upcoming show at Lit in Bethlehem on February 7th. And we heard the song Don't by the most beautiful images. And this is the singer-songwriter project from an artist out of Kutztown. And before that, we heard Bidding War from Grayling, another band out of Philadelphia. I have worked with uh, some of the members from Grayling on the uh, Lehigh Valley Girls Rock Camp. Great people. And we started the set with Pool Radio and the song Your Friends. Those bands playing at Tape Swap's next show at Lit Roastery in Bethlehem on February 7th should be a good show. Coming up next, we're going to listen to our rooftop session with the Road Sodas here on Tape Swap Radio. Welcome back to Tape Swap Radio. I'm Maggie May. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. Today on the show, we are unveiling our rooftop session with The Road Sodas, a four-piece punk band from Nazareth. And the four members of The Road Sodas are Salty on guitar and lead vocals, AC on drums and vocals, Tyler on bass and vocals, and Nick on guitar and vocals. If you joined us at the Tape Swap stage at Allentown Arts Fest, you would have seen these guys closing out our Saturday night punk block, and they were absolutely phenomenal. Lots of energy, and we immediately said we have to get them to the roof for a session and let Allentown hear them, and that's exactly what we did. They joined us on the roof of the Cigar Factory in October of 2018. So let's go back now for the rooftop session from the Road Sodas today on Tape Swap Radio. What's up, we're the Road Sodas, and this is this was a bad idea, so this song is called The Butcher.
sodas, and uh, yeah, this is Hammerhead.
today on Tape Swap Radio is the Road Sodas and we have Salty, Nick, Tyler, and AC here. Guys, thank you for playing. Thanks for having us, man. This is great. Yeah, this is great. The Road Sodas, so the last time that people who are familiar with Tape Swap Radio would have seen you is at our stage at Allentown Arts Fest where you really tore down the, not the house, the tent, I guess it is. Uh, You played a great show. Um, So what was your reflections on playing Arts Fest? How was that? I thought this was the best arts fest I've ever been to. This one was fantastic. I mean, all the other bands were great. The stages were great. Sound was awesome. We had a blast, man. We really enjoyed the whole day thoroughly, not just our set, everything there. It was was awesome. Okay. One of my favorite parts of the night, I'm going to bring it up, uh, there was literally a guy sitting in a a seat in the middle of a pit. Everybody was, like, going wild. They were going nuts around this guy and they were also respecting his space so when you go into uh going wild at a show i mean usually you just you don't take who's behind you or who's around you but they knew that there was a guy sitting with his fist in the air pumping out to our music and uh they respected that that was cool that's like, that was really sentimental yeah, thank you yeah i cried to that I wrote. I pre-wrote that, by the way, and uh, I made sure that uh, I said it. Shout out to that guy, whoever that guy is. He, he's a man. I, I don't know. Well, if you follow Tape Swap Radio on social media, we did post a video of a little bit of their set. You can see the guy in the chair in the pit, so it's there on social media if you want to look that up. The legend is true. Well, Road Sodas, tell me about the band. When did you guys first start playing? Uh, me and Salty started this band uh, quite a few years ago. What was that, like 2011 or 12 or something? Uh, we had another, it was a whole other lineup other than us. And uh, our bass player originally moved away to Vermont. And we grabbed this kid here, Tyler Kern on the bass, Guy Rips. Uh, and then we picked up Nick shortly after. And that was uh, the beginning of last year. So this lineup, we've been rolling almost two years now. Okay. And has it always been the punk, the style that you're doing now? Originally, it was a little more bluesy, but yeah, it's always been hardcore punk rock for the most part. Okay. Is that something you've all listened to throughout your lives? Yeah. Yeah. They're shaking their heads, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we all grew up listening to punk rock and, you know, all that good stuff. Okay. And playing music as musicians, is this everybody's first band? Is it uh, multiple bands in in your lives? We've we've all been in bands throughout the years, yeah. Has it always been punk rock bands, though, Has it, or other styles? No, Salty's uh-huh. actually in another band right now, uh, and they're like a psychedelic, I don't know, rock funk band? Yeah, I'm in Bear Sloth. Another band that played our uh, stage in Allentown Arts Fest this year. Yeah. yeah. 
talk about that you just got signed, right? <laughs> Tell them how cool do, you are. Do the good things, man. Come on. Can't talk about that. <laughs> All right, he didn't get signed. And I'll talk about that. <laughs> just kidding. He didn't get signed. You're listening to a rooftop session with the Road Sodas today on Tape Swap Radio. What's up? We're the Road Sodas. This next song goes out to Johnny Thorne. Hi, 
So you've been going for six or seven years now. You're based in Nazareth, is that right? Nazareth, yeah. Nazareth, PA. Nazareth, boys. What's it like playing in Nazareth in the Lehigh Valley? Uh, well, Na <laughs> Nazareth, you get the police to show up at your show and they shut it down like last night. And in the rest of the Lehigh Valley, it's really good. Okay. <laughs> we, we love the Lehigh Valley. Uh, we love playing in Nazareth, too. However, Nazareth does not love and us we, playing in there. We love the cops, though, too. We do love the cops. I mean... They came there last night. I mean, they enjoyed they enjoyed what was going on. They just had to show up, you know. Make sure everyone, everyone was safe. Dude. Yeah. Had a good time. Yeah, they were so just we making sure everybody was safe because it was definitely it. not a safe candy. zone. We actually, we actually called them because we were pretty nervous to play. So no, We should explain this. So we're recording this in late October. And the night before we're recording this, you were playing a Halloween show. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the cops came and paid you a visit even before you started playing and said, nope, you got to shut it down. It was not only just a Halloween show, it was also um, a benefit for a buddy of ours, uh, a great friend of ours, actually, that passed away many years ago, and we do this every year, and it was actually, I don't know, um, the two bands played, and then the cops showed up, and then it's like, our band did not get to... Not a single note. Oh. Pay tribute to uh, what we were actually throwing all the money out for. I don't know. It was it was kind of like bittersweet, but uh, it was still a good time. Great party, nonetheless. Yeah. <clears throat> Great yeah. party. Jungle Juice was gone pretty quick. Yeah. yeah it seems good. like your live shows are always pretty lively. Lots of stuff going on. Is it fun playing live? Do you like doing that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's yeah. our favorite thing. We, we don't... You know. The guy with the orange hat over here <laughs> loves doing that shit. Yeah, we just get claustrophobic inside buildings, yeah. so we try to get out as So we normally as play on rooftops. Yeah, you know? yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we normally come and play on rooftops, but uh, no, that's what we do it for, man. We, do, we like playing live more than we like doing anything else, so, uh, you know, it's, it's the best thing in the world, getting out there and showing people the music you, uh, you work so hard to write. It's yeah, yeah. Gets a lot of frustration out, too. Uh, okay, so as far as the Lehigh Valley here, where do you think you fit into the music scene and what's going on here? Anywhere, dude. <laughs> I, I think the Lehigh Valley music scene is great because it's one of those places where you can have a punk band play with a metal band, play with a, a jam band, and have these multi-genre shows where, in other cities, you go to them, they're not really doing it too, too much. But Lehigh Valley loves mixed genre shows, and I love playing them. I think it's great. You know, the show we were supposed to play last night, there was, uh, like, an emo band opened up, then there was a jam band after that, and... It, it, I love that mixed genre, and the Lehigh Valley really does a great thing with that, and it's it's a it's a great scene, really. Uh, where we fit into it, I don't know. We just play with everybody, you know what I mean? Anybody that wants to play a show, we want to play with them, too. And it's like, uh, my main thing is that when I got into, like, the punk rock movement, it was always about uh, acceptance, and, you know, you're not going to judge anybody on what kind of music they play or what kind of clothes they wear or how many fucking studs or on the back of their fucking, um, their jacket, you know, it's, it's all about, like, um, the music, it was always about the music, and a lot of people get that wrong. Well, we end every interview with a pick from the band, is there anybody you've ran across playing live that you'd like to give a shout out to, and we'll close the interview with a song from them. Ooh, go let's go with the moms. The, the moms. song Road Soda, yeah. Yeah. Oh. The song Road Soda. These are our Joey baby. Dear to, dear Shout to out to you. They understand the game and they, they've made a beautiful song called Road Soda. They get it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Road Sodas. Salty Nick, Tyler, and AC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, we're going to wrap up our session with a pick from the band. Uh, this is The Moms with Road Soda. Coming up next on Tape Swap Radio, we are going to listen to Seamus's interview with Jamie Holmes, the owner of Double Decker Records in Allentown. This is Tape Swap Radio. We're talking with Jamie Holmes. He's the owner of Double Decker Records in Allentown. Thanks for doing this, Jamie. You're welcome. How long has Double Decker been in the Lehigh Valley? Uh, 22 years. We opened in the November of 96. Okay. And from what I understand, it's moved around a little bit, right? Yeah, we're in the third location now, but we never moved more than 100 feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And now you're in Allentown? Yes. Okay. When you were starting 22 years ago, that's late 90s, what's the landscape like musically and for people buying records? For the shop here, it was a basically underground punk rock type store. Things were different at that time. I mean, everybody needed to buy physical media. We mostly sold CDs. We always had vinyl. Vinyl was always a big part of the underground community. But we, you know, focused entirely on underground bands. I mean, if it had a barcode on it or it was a major label, we shunned it. It was, you know, young, idealistic, uh, um, you know, for no no real reason than other, yeah, maybe a self-righteousness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How old were you when you started it? 22. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Half my life selling records. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that is sort of the age where you're just kind of gung ho about stuff still. Yeah, before you're maybe smart enough to realize that hey, maybe I should have stayed in college. <laughs> <laughs> we asked you to pick out some music from your past and your present and maybe your future. Who knows? Just picks for DIY music that uh, you'd like to give to us. So, what would you like to start with? Uh, I thought maybe I would do something that was like a a kind of retrospective of where the store was and then kind of where it transitioned and where it went. So for the first pick, I'll pick the first release that we actually released as a store. And it was a band from Nazareth, Pennsylvania called The Ultimate Warriors. Okay, The Ultimate Warriors. Yeah, super hardcore, super short. The guys went on to be in Piss Jeans. Oh, so it's oh, those guys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. most of Piss Jeans, yeah. We'll listen to some Ultimate Warriors and come back with more with Jamie Holmes from Double Decker Records. Perfect world, we love the danger! <laughs> 
talking with Jamie Holmes. He's the owner of Double Decker Records, 22 years in the Lehigh Valley, and we just listened to Ultimate Warriors. What is it about that band that you thought was special? Um, I guess they were the sound that I, I personally enjoyed at the time. They were all in high school, and at the time, it, for me, it was the the sound that you know clicked in my brain. They did it well. They were, uh, you know... Uh, Rather, their, their live shows were super entertaining. They always had, uh, um, they were all involved in underground wrestling, so there'd be tons of antics and, uh, you know, guys, sometimes there'd be guys wrestling at their shows, you know, uh, you know, hit each other with light bulbs and the whole nine of the underground, the underground wrestling. So it was kind of a, it's definitely a very entertaining live, uh, live show. Okay. Yeah. And they were the first record that you put out here with Double Decker? As the store. Yeah. I mean, I did stuff previously before the store when I was, you know, shortly out of high school, but uh, they were the first one associated with the store. But the store, yeah, okay. Store, yeah. Double Decker, it's lasted this long though. Many record shops have come and gone. What do you attribute Double Decker's success to? Some of the some of the reasons I think we stuck around were in the when CDs were starting to wane a little bit. Since we sold so much stuff that was based on college age uh, listeners, colleges were the first places to have fast internet connection. When everyone had dial up at home, colleges had the T1 connection. You can download an album at school for in five minutes, which was a shock. So I think what happened was, well, what happened was I noticed that our artists that we would sell, their last album sold 50 copies in the 50 CDs in the first week. It took a month to sell five. And I, and I started to see the writing on the wall like, hey, the CD thing is over. And I, I think that was, I don't even know, 07, like 2007 maybe? Somewhere around there. And I stopped ordering new CDs. And I just said, this is, this is, not, gonna, this is not gonna work. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I have to use CDs only and just concentrate more on vinyl. I mean, we always had the vinyl, but just more and more. And that's that was the first thing, the first reason I think we survived where other stores just stayed with the CDs and they, they kind of went away. And then the other thing is we're always buying collections and getting getting fresh. We put out probably 500 to 1,000 records every single week. So I think that's part of the reason why we survived is there's constantly something new in here. I mean, we have customers that come almost daily just to see what went in the racks in the last couple of days. So that's i mean since nobody actually needs physical media anymore you have to have a reason to have them come in the door and you have to show them something new every time they come in talking yeah. about that period in the 2000s the first decade of the 2000s when cds were sort of on the decline yeah for your next pick what's a band that was around that time that you were seeing that was something that you'd like to highlight the next track is from a band called pearls and brass they were from nazareth I released a CD on uh, another label called Doppelganger Records in 2006. Uh, they were kind of a uh, blues rock, power trio, stoner rock type band. It was a lesson in uh, the music industry for me then, definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll listen to some Pearls and Brass and come back with more with Jamie Holmes okay. from Double Decker Records here on Tape Swap Radio.
All right, uh, Pearls and Brass right there here on Tape Swap Radio. We're taking a listen to a mix by Jamie Holmes. He's the owner of Double Decker Records in Allentown. And you mentioned that you had run a label too. Yeah. So in addition to a record store, you also yeah. were doing labels yeah. or a label as well. Yeah, yeah. What was it like doing that? It was interesting. The uh, Having a store helped with distribution to a point where you had other places that I would order music from would be more willing to take my releases because... I had a store and it's like, hey, I'm spending all this money with you. Will you take some of my releases? So that was a bonus. But the bad part was with so much going on with the store, I also, it was hard to focus on the, give the label as much attention as it should have. So in that aspect, it also hurt. It was too many things at once. It was hard to try to run a store entirely and then try to do a label and do each one to the best of your ability was was a tough thing to do. It was maybe too many, uh, too many oars in the water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the label went away mm-hmm. out of necessity. Sounded like a passion project. Yes. Yes. It was more of a. Yeah. It was more of I, I really like this. I really like these bands, and I want to see it come out, and hopefully uh, other people like it too. And at least uh, you know you sell enough copies to to keep it going, where it's not a drain on a drain on everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jamie, right now we're in the quote unquote vinyl resurgence mm-hmm. as people are calling it, you know, vinyl is coming back a little bit. What's it been like from your perspective? Uh, it, it's interesting cause you have a lot of people coming in who are older, who threw their records away in the nineties or gave them away and they're regretting it. And you have a lot of younger kids now coming in high school kids, uh, college kids, sometimes younger coming in excited to, you know, either get a current band or, you know, that, that hit of this, you know, that, you know, gem of the seventies that their parents listened to. And, uh, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely interesting. It's, it's quite a different, uh, mix of, of people that are back, back into vinyl. Talking about what's going on right now. Is there something that you'd like to highlight from recent times? Yeah, right now, um, the one band I'm definitely enjoying is daytime cleaners, bunch of local guys, customers again, uh, Seems that to be a an ongoing trend with how I find out about things because I'm in the store so much and focus so much on the store, and then you have people come in. They're like, "Hey, you know, this is my band. This is our demo tape. This is our record." And I've found some really good things over the years by just from you know customers coming in, mostly younger guys coming in, and you know you find something. You're like, "Wow, these there's something special here." So uh, currently, that's something I heard recently that I thought um, thought that uh, it had a sound that just kind of you know struck me as something uh, I really enjoyed. Yeah, we love Daytime Cleaners. They did a session with us, so definitely good guys. And I don't really see a whole lot of bands doing that sort of jangle, pop, almost uh, flying nun Flying nun, yeah, I was just going to say that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's listen to Daytime Cleaners, and we'll come back with a little more from Jamie Holmes. He's the owner of Double Decker Records today on Tape Swap Radio.
That's music from Daytime Cleaners. Today on Tape Swap Radio, as picked by our guest, Jamie Holmes. He is the owner of Double Decker Records in Allentown, and he put together a little mix for us. And that's an example of something current that you've come across uh, running Double Decker. So what's the store like for people who have never been there? How many records do you have in here? Uh, we usually keep about eh, 25,000 or so in stock. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're in the main room now talking to each other. You have three rows of records. You have the two walls and you have a divider in the middle full of records and you got some cassettes over here. I guess not so much big on the cassettes, but you have a little, you have some of them. Yeah, yeah. They made a comeback briefly a few years ago. There was a, a resurgence in cassettes. A lot of labels were starting to reissue things on cassettes, but it seemed a little, uh, a little short-lived. Yeah. 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 Well, I see like cassettes have risen from the dead a little mm-hmm. bit. It's sort of our namesake with Tape Swap. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. I see it more more so DIY shows. You'll see them because it's cheap for bands to make and they can yeah. get it out there. Yeah. And I think Burger Records maybe is helping mm-hmm. with that a little yeah. bit, adding a little bit of the cool factor, for definitely, lack of a definitely. better term. Yeah. Any any trends coming up? Anything in the works that you want to mention before we go? Well, you yeah. you made your own coffee, which is yes. kind of cool. I yes. noticed that as soon as I walked. Yeah, in. that was just a kind of an impromptu thing. Uh, a friend of mine runs a coffee roaster, four four seven roasters, and yeah, we were just talking, and I said, "Can you make me a coffee?" And he said, "Sure." So, two weeks later, we have coffee now. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess it's it's still full steam ahead, kind of with the with the store. Yeah, I mean, it's been uh, with the resurgence in vinyl. We've been on the upswing the last probably 10 years it's each year gets better than the last and um you know we uh were able to buy the building here and uh we're going to do a remodel soon hopefully so uh we're moving forward onward and upward and uh you know attracting uh, attracting music lovers from near and you know near and far for uh for vinyl all right well our guest is jamie holmes he is the owner of double decker records in allentown thank you so much for being here jamie yeah, thank you To listen back to our sessions, see video, and keep up to date with live events, visit us online at tapeswapradio.com. That's also where you can submit your music to be featured on an upcoming show. And of course, we're also all over social media on sites like Facebook and Instagram, so check us out there. I'm Matt Mulchaney. And I'm Seamus McGrogan. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.